wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. In John chapter 1, verses 14, the message version, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one-of-a-kind glory, like father, like son, generous, inside and out, true from start to finish. Well, I've been thinking, what do you imagine God's kingdom neighborhood looks like? Our scripture reading from Jeremiah 29, 5-7 may give us some insight. God created us in Genesis to, to be in fellowship with him and to be in this world where we're in community and harmony and peace with one another. But his, his followers had gotten astray, lost their way, and ended up in exile. And so he says to them, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. I think of that today as the way we establish ourselves, ground our faith in Christ, uh, be a presence in the community. We're not just here for temporary housing. We're here to make a difference and we're here to model what the kingdom may look like. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. In other words, plant yourself in good soil. Produce the fruit of the Spirit. Grow and develop and provide sustenance to God's people. The scripture goes on to say, marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Today, we think of this, of course, as finding our partners, making connections, building relationships with others, creating the next generation, welcoming others into our household and our community of faith, and create a family. Increase in number there, do not decrease. So develop this community, invite others to join you and make disciples, and don't quit at that. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. In other words, we're to ask God for his vision for this community, the community around us here, to seek to love and serve our neighbors and help build God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And as the children learned this morning, that light, to shine that light, that collective light that we become a city on a hill in our community. Pray to the Lord for it, because it pro if it prospers, you too will prosper. In other words, we're going to be here for a while, so make a life of faith, create a family of believers, be productive in developing a community of Christ followers, seek the commonwealth of the community, and stay in relationship with God, seeking his kingdom. A week ago, I heard a news story. I was watching the morning news, and I heard a story about uh, someone they called the Compassion Man. Um, and I'll just share a little bit of what they said about him. There's a bench in downtown Davis, California, adorned with flowers and tributes. It's become a symbol of the profound impact left by a man named David Grubb. For 14 years, 
grow would stand or sit on that spot, posing a simple but poignant question, what is compassion? Day after day, month after month, for 14 years, Rose gently asked the same question to anyone passing by, wholeheartedly engaging with the community and urging them to contemplate their understanding of compassion. Rose's message of extending compassion beyond oneself resonated with many. Over 11,000 people shared the reflections on what compassion means in Rose's notebooks, capturing the breadth of his impact. Tragically, the man who brought the compassion to the forefront of the community met a violent end less than 50 yards from that bench. Roe was killed earlier this year during an alleged stabbing spree, leaving the city in shock and grief. Today, his notebook rests at what has become known as the Compassion Bench. It's a testament to the community's embrace of Roe and their commitment to his legacy. David left behind a powerful message. He said, if I am ever harmed and unable to speak for myself, Forgive the perpetrator and help others forgive that person. His journey towards forgiveness was arduous, having endured a tumultuous relationship with his abusive father. However, he eventually found the capacity to forgive, recognizing his father's humanity and vulnerability. And in that notebook, some of these entries include descriptions of compassion. Some say it involves the values of healing and reconciliation. Compassion is something ingrained in every human. Compassion, compassion provides opportunities for relationships to be restored. Compassion is seeing the cold and hungry, hurting. There are opportunities to express compassion through kind and loving presence. And the Latin word for compassion means to suffer with, feel the pain of others, and do what we can to, to erase it. Richmond Baptists have had the values of community and compassion instilled in them for generations. More than 100 years ago, the Women's Mission Society began the work of the Goodwill Center to meet the needs of the underserved in Richmond, the hungry, the homeless, the oppressed, the prisoner, the needs that Isaiah and Jesus mentioned throughout scripture. So in the last eight months, as I've been the director, I've seen how well positioned the River City Faith Network centers and camp directors are for the ministries in the neighborhoods and beyond the city. Each of these people has shared their story of being called to minister among the families and neighborhoods of Richmond. Their call runs deep as God has gifted them with compassion, kindness, open-hearted service, and love for others. And they're joined by a host of hands and feet as volunteers join them in this work. I'm amazed at their longevity several of them serving decades in their position, and their adaptability, serving decades in the city and adapting to the changes in our communities with flexibility and grace. 
If you think about Oregon Hill, it was a uh, community of young families with children, and it's now become college uh, VCU housing. Uh, So there's a a number of college students living in that community. And it's also been a place that the homeless find um, rest. In South Richmond, Four and a half years ago, it was a white community, a black community, and now it's uh, primarily a Hispanic community. And Wesley has just returned from Guatemala, where he was on a two-week immersion to learn Spanish so that he could better communicate with that that community. And Glenda in Church Hill has become gentrified, and so their church, Bethlehem Church, has moved to Wilkinson Road, and so they're trying to find how they can still minister to the needs of the people in Church Hill. So these are your staff of the River City Faith Center, and they do a remarkable job in ministering all the while. Do you find this compassion and love and action around our city as River City Network churches have moved into the neighborhoods? In the fall, on the fairways of neighborhood golf courses, you will find Bill and Wayne and Beth and Sarah Ann with church people avid about golf and sponsoring children to experience God at summer camp in the mountains. It will be October 9th this year. On the south side, at the corner of Holt Street and East Belt Boulevard, Miss Hannah, Miss Hamlet, Miss Beaver are helping Reverend and Garrett carefully prepare gifts backpacks, clothing, and food boxes for their neighbors. In the heart of Oregon Hill, where Pine and Albemarle Streets meet, is a place where Richmond's homeless, Mr. Horace and Doc, can find a place like home. A hot meal, a locker for store belongings, a place to receive mail, to get a health check, have access to laundry, and a haircut and Pastor Jennifer to walk alongside you. At the intersections of Fairmount Avenue and North 20th and 21st Streets in Church Hill, you will find Mr. Robert and Miss Debbie helping Reverend Ford with the food pantry and clothes closet. On Fridays, you will find Mr. Nathan, Miss Pam, Miss Monica, and Mr. John studying the Kingdom of Heaven parables and passionately discussing grace. Behind these images are dozens and dozens of donors and church volunteers providing their hands and resources to minister in our neighborhoods. So during the season of prayer for our association and mission offering this spring and summer, I want to invite you into the neighborhood where you can see the glory of God with your own eyes. You have opportunities to spend a day at camp. If you've never been to Camp Alpha we invite you to come with us on July 17th or August 4th. We'll be taking a, a bus, a van up there to visit camp for a day and have lunch there at the camp and see the campers uh, while you're there and see the ministry that's happening. We'd love to have you join a mission team that's already in, in progress to help with the furniture bank that Wesley is establishing at the South Richmond Center. We'd love to have churches and me uh, to host a community prayer gathering, a prayer walk around the communities that our centers are located in. We'd love to have you partner with the centers for neighborhood block parties, backpack giveaways, and movie nights in Oregon Hill. We'd love to have you help at the camp bus stop, which is where our office is, 
the kids come and go from Camp Alkalana there. We do COVID tests and help them make sure that they're all registered and ready to get on that bus. And we love to have you help with all of that. And in the fall and spring, we love to have you get out of the city and come to the camp and help get it ready for kids or make improvements to the camp in the fall. If you haven't seen the videos uh, this year, and I hope they're not, we interviewed 30 people that either serve at the camp, volunteer uh, at, at the centers, serve on a support team, or are some of our neighbors that uh, participate in the activities of the centers. We interviewed them and uh, created videos for each of the centers and the parents that tell more of the story about the ministry and the, and the love behind the ministry and the impact of that ministry. So I invite you to look at those. They're too long to show here. But if you'd like to see those, go to YouTube and look for River City Faith Network. They're there, and they're also on our, our link on our website, Richmond Baptist College. So as we begin the next season of River City, uh, River City Faith Network Ministries, we're going to focus on developing the next generation of leaders and identifying new ways to engage in ministry in our neighborhood. So we need your help in identifying teens and young adults to serve as counselors, summer mission interns, and seminary interns. We've seen the glory with our own eyes. Your abundant generosity is overwhelming and demonstrates a spirit at work in your lives for the kingdom of God. We are grateful and blessed by your presence among us in the River City Faith Network. Thank you. Thank you for being generous inside and out, true from start to finish, and for being present at the intersection of love and faith, where grace 